0: perfect let's get the show on the road okay um this is pocket dial and you're listening to donnie and jasper jasper you want to talk about yourself a little bit and why uh, you're on this podcast
1: yeah sure why not so uh my name is jasper and currently i am a pm working in the wonderful city of tokyo japan and uh what about yourself donnie
0: Yeah, so I'm a longtime friend of Jasper and I currently work in Mountain View at at Google. So why are we starting this podcast, Jasper? Uh,
1: I think um, it's actually come up to be kind of for, I don't know, similar and different reasons. But uh, let let me say what I guess I think they are and you can, you know, add some or delete some. Well, not delete, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that... We've always enjoyed having different chats on different areas. So um, hopefully some of you will enjoy all of these areas, but probably some will enjoy some and others will enjoy the other ones. But uh, rare, maybe rare is the ones who enjoy all of it. But just things like tech, trends, health, philosophy, uh, sometimes even politics. But having just an honest conversation for, I guess, people in our
0: sort of both context, um, background and situation, I guess. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, you and I always talk about all sorts of things around, you know, not just in tech, right? Like on product ideas, um, and sometimes about our own lives. And I feel like sometimes it's good to share those ideas with other people. Uh you know, those free who are listening, you might find this boring, but I think sometimes um when we when we share those ideas with our friends around us, we found it actually really productive, because you know the more more brains you put together, the ideas bounce off, and then they you know give us something back as well right as we as we share with them so I um, think it'd be helpful, hopefully you find this interesting, and uh you know if if you have anything to say, please reach out to us. We'd love to start a conversation with you. that's the point of this podcast right um so yeah and and um, you know one thing one thing I you know I wanted to wanted to also share is. Uh, the podcast itself is sort of, you know, for ourselves as well, a way to sort of practice uh, being more, being more, being less. You know, in a way, being less perfectionist. Right. Um, I think Jasper knows me well that I, I have this habit of just, you know, I'm almost like an occupational hazard where you know, you started doing something, whether it's a side project or a hobby or creating something like, you know, an article or, you know, writing writing a journal or even just, you know, starting a podcast, you know, getting into this habit of, okay, how do I make this a successful product? You know, that that sounds funny, you know? And, and but I think uh, that has kind of, you know, I, I've come to the realization that that's something that, that, you know, it's something I need to turn on and off. And uh, with this podcast, I'm hoping to sort of practice presenting myself in a way that is not cure, super you know, curated and, and like marketed and packaged uh, in a way that does not, it's kind of, we're, we're doing this for the sake of doing it, right? And see, so, you know, who knows if, you, if people listen, people not, we don't really care. Uh, it's just somewhere where we can sort of, you know, it's kind of like an, a performance art in itself.
1: Right. It's kind of like uh, art for its own sake. Right. Right. So um, apologies if it comes off a little bit narcissistic. Well, I guess an apology is only needed if there's even one listener, because if you say sorry (laughs) in a forest with no audience, did you really apologize? Right. And um, I want to sort of build on top of that fact, too, because uh, I've actually been trying to convince Donnie to to even do this for a very long time, Um, not intently. Um, For a little bit of context, we actually were um, working on a bit of a blog beforehand, too. And it sort of sputtered. But um, going with what Donnie was saying about, you know, sort of having this really neat curated package of how we were going to present ourselves. And always sort of thinking about scale and, you know, making sure what we were doing was efficient and effective and to really market to a mass product.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah. The efficient, we, effective, that, that's, go, that's something that, that I just optimize so much. And I think you and I both do that a little bit, right? Right. Like
1: part of it's occupational hazard. Part of it is just, I think, part of a generational thing, too, right? Um, we're sort of a weird generation of between the gap, right? And the way I mean by that is like the generations before us, people maybe. Um, even just a little bit of over five years above, um, you know, five to ten older Mm -hmm. and five to ten younger, you know, uh, the first gap is the ones that don't really maybe like they know technology, but they're not as into it as we are. uh, And a lot of the dynamics that shifted were sort of during our generation. And then the ones after us were just born into it. And so it's like second nature. And we're in this kind of quasi space where we know of that world before but we're also trying to sort of be in that world after because that is it moving forward and that's kind of that whole packaging right i think that's that's a large part of it um but going back to what i was saying before you know um it it was a struggle just to sort of be able to get this off the road because um it's a worry
0: Right, yeah, and I, I mean, think that... I, I, and I constantly tell you about things like, oh, should we like, you know, um, you know, do this thing or that thing, or like limiting time, selecting topics, like, uh, like, even though this was supposed to be an exercise in, in getting rid of all that, all that occupational hazard, I already started kind of like building this PRD around the podcast, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, you, we can't stop that, right? Uh, part yeah. of it, you, you mentioned, it's it's occupational hazards. So um, for, I guess, if there's anyone listening, both of us are product managers. Mm-hmm. That may have been said already, but um, for those who do know what it is, it's sort of a task that just, it's it's a role in, in technology, usually for software, but hardware has it as well, where, um, you know, some of the boring stuff aside, it's, and like part of the sort of, People who love, really love the role and love talking it up, both sort of describe it as a mini CEO. But a giant chunk of that is really just making sure your thoughts get across to everyone in the company. And the best way to do that in an efficient and effective way is putting it in words. Right. Right, So it's this sort of writing exactly what you're thinking of and what you want to be built Um, and then scaling it, quote unquote, to as many people as possible. And so now you're seeing how that sort of trickles from our job to actually everything else that we're doing. And so we're trying to sort of break that because I think both me and Donnie think that the most sort of genuine kind of conversations you can have are actually, one, they're done in ways that don't really scale. And two, um, when you scale something, you actually lose a lot of the original whole right because you have to sort of cut it and present it in these packages that you can sort of build together like Legos and so would you want to talk about our our name a little bit
0: yeah yeah actually I just just want to hold on before talking the name I just want to add more to that because you said that yeah like when you scale content you you tend to you tend to kind of how you think about it in terms of efficiency and think about in terms of appealing to a broad audience that's that's it's so it's 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 in a way so effective, but in a way also very, very limiting. And 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 I think the the reason why I I think mean, I'm the reason why Jasper and I would wanted to start this is because when, for example, when I guess it comes back to the idea of if you want to start something that's truly creative, you don't want to start by thinking how do I make this thing as broadly appealing as possible right you want to think start thinking about this just from like small problems or small ideas and just do it for the sake of doing it and see where that leads you because the moment you start thinking about well, at least what i believe is the moment you start thinking about how something would scale and appeal to a broad audience from the get-go you, you immediately it's it's kind of like you immediately eliminate that that creativity right, right. And, and analysis in, in and the reason why this podcast is called uh, pocket dials, because Jasmine and I um, are friends for many, many years, and every time we we have our conversation, just just two of us uh, we have so much to talk about, and some of the things that we talked about and we shared with each other we, we learn so much from each other and and some of the and, and, and I feel like we we both encourage each other to explore ideas for the sake of exploring right like when we're talked when we 're talking to each other we're not talking to somebody else we 're not worried about whether that person is, is uh, you know, that can relate to the topic. We, we're just focused on the idea we're working on. And we're just focused on where this will go, right? And, and hearing your, say, hearing your opinion on it. So in a way, I kind of just wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm actually still kind of worried that, you know, because we're recording this with the idea that somebody else is listening, I'm not sure whether we will start, just start considering, you know, oh no, like what other people think of this, you know, would this be something they understand? And and but we'll try. We'll try to try to talk to each other as if nobody else is listening. And then I think that's a it, it's an exercise in itself. Uh and that's why this is this podcast name is called pocket dial. It's as if you just dialed into well, what well, I guess eve, eve you know, <laughs> I guess you're like eavesdropped uh into our conversation. Uh that kind of idea. Right. And that's that's exactly what we're trying to
1: shoot for. So, you know, um, there's a lot of I think hurdles that we're gonna have to do just on our own side as well. Really on one hand, trying to make sure we sort of lower that shield because of course we know we're recording, right? Otherwise, um you'd never be able to listen to this. Yeah. But for the most part, um we're going to try to forget that fact. Um we're going to be I, I hope, you know, talking to each other just like instead of saying we or or Donnie, you know, I just be like you or hey um get a little bit more casual and i think try to lower that barrier a little bit um because that's kind of i think that we know we're missing but sometimes i feel like it's missing a little bit just in general too um where we do live in the world of scale right right and so even everything that we consume even in like tv and news it's cut into these like bite-sized chunks. And so once again, we see that theme, right? Where because it's, you know, I go on YouTube and it could be any sort of news channel um, and it'll be a four or five minute clip for some kind of event that can just flow together with a feed with other events that are also in four or five minute clips. And that's kind of
0: long. They're actually yeah. usually more like two to three right yeah. i mean so tiktok nowadays it's like 15 something I, like what 15 seconds or something right i don't know man tiktok's yeah. too young
1: I I, <laughs> I I i'm too old for that You're old yeah for it's <laughs> it's even going into that so this kind of more long unbroken type of conversation um kind of thinking um i think it's a little bit missing right or both yeah. of us think so and um it'd be it'd be good to kind of have it and um as Donnie mentioned before, you know, we, we welcome every person to sort of given a little bit of feedback. Um, Maybe we're, we're not exactly taking requests on what to talk about, because I think that might actually,
0: that, that, that flows. That's antithetical to what we're trying to do. Yeah. It's antithetical to what we're trying to do, but I wouldn't call it feedback. I would call it more like, Hey, if you want to join the conversation, like, please just join, right. We'd love to have a talk with you and, and just hear what do you think. And, uh, that That's sort of just, you know, make a friend. Man. That, 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 that's sort of the idea.
1: Right. In other words, um, we're looking for guests, if you can. <laughs> if, if we're just being blunt about it. um, yeah. And that's partially, you know, on one, because both me and Donnie, we realize that we come from pretty similar backgrounds, actually. So yeah.
0: for some people... Well, well I, I wouldn't be... say... I wouldn't say that similar mm. from an absolute sense, because mm. you you did grow up in a different country than I did. So, uh, right. but in, in, similar in the sense of that, you know, we went to the same college. We went through a lot of the the same cultural bring up, you know, in our uh, uh, formative years. Uh, I guess that, that's what you're trying to say, right?
1: Well, that and even kind of
0: like where we are now, right?
1: Maybe we're at different companies and working in different countries. But people. a lot of the things that we're thinking day to day, um, they're similar, right? We're product yeah. managers. We're working for tech companies. We we chat and geek about, hey, you know, the new AirPod Pros came out. Are you going to get them? Have you seen the review? You know, so um, even if maybe the origins are a little bit different and, of course, a lot of the stuff even currently is different. It's not going to be as different as someone who's a lawyer,
0: for example, right? Or who's working right. on Wall Street. So um, it would be cool to, to to talk to one of them, you know? Exactly. Um, you know, I actually want to talk to uh, one of your friends who's, uh, uh, well, not a lawyer, but I guess, I guess he does work in corporate law. But um, that that yeah, that was, bad, that was right? super, huh? <laughs> what? I said that
1: is a lawyer, by the way,
0: corporate law. Um, okay <laughs> but yeah but like when i was talking when i was talking to him and i i just i, I love i love talking to people different from me. you know mm. i feel like as long as they've got a good as long as they know how they think right they, they love talking about how what they think um about uh, critically you know how do you think critically mm. about things uh i just find it super interesting whether you're an artist or or an athlete and just the way the way that like, you know, it's, you know, I think this is a cliche that you get exposed to a lot more knowledge when talking to people are differently from you. So, yeah, you know, please, uh, to you who are listening, please uh, come talk to us if you find uh, us interesting. And uh, definitely, I yeah, would love to uh, talk about stuff with you. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's there's really not much point or topic or anything to this uh, podcast in itself. Um, my my girlfriend's um, professor in college actually uh, held this weekly meetup. Uh, I, I don't think I've told you yet. Um, it's called uh, Thinking is Fun. Have you, have you heard? I have not, actually. Okay. Well, you you also took Japanese class together, so you probably know the professor. Uh, uh Professor Wallace, have you heard? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, anyways, Professor Wallace. Different he, worlds, he, he, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can take advanced languages but he teaches like advanced uh culture studies and stuff like that and he held this weekly uh meetup called uh thinking is phone and i i i I knew i sort of knew it i sort of knew about it in college but i didn't think too much about it but because of life circumstances now i actually think that you know if i were to go back to college i would definitely go to that weekly meetup because According to my girlfriend, it was basically just a everybody comes and you can talk about whatever you want. But the only criteria is that you gotta come with a with a, with critical thinking, right? Just think about anything, talk about anything, and that that's, that actually sounds awfully a lot like what we do when we you know we're bored and make a call and, and talk about anything that's happening in the world. So I I you know that that's sort of the format. You know any we will we will call talk about stuff. And we'll then retroactively summarize what the podcast is about or what the episode is about. And then, and then retroactively put a title on it. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to set a title, a script. We may have some things we want to talk about beforehand, but we're not going to set a script or anything beforehand. Uh, so don't expect this to be polished. Don't expect this to be well packaged. Uh, this will not follow any good practices of audio content generation uh, and, yeah, you're. <laughs> that's, uh, hopefully that's that's going to help us uh, have more interesting conversations.
1: Right, exactly. And I think, you know, maybe the, the best that we'll ever do in terms of uh, effectiveness or scaling is really just if a case comes to worse, getting a better mic, you know. But um, <laughs> everything else is going to be, as Donnie mentioned, retrospective because we want this to flow naturally and um the whole point of it is because you you don't control your muse right no one talks about scaling your muse or your thoughts or your inspiration um maybe maybe when we become cyborgs or something in a distant future but at least not now Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and um so it's just going to be whatever comes up to kind of the top of our mind that we think is worth sharing a discussion about and um Well, not even that, actually. I I want to backtrack because I think that's actually a symptom of the problems we mentioned before, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is worth sharing Um, is is not even something that I think should be thought of here. On one case, it is. I'm not going to be talking about how I brush my teeth and comparing (laughs) my technique with Donnie. But at the other...
0: (laughs) Oh, that That's sounds a like points, a fun though. topic. <laughs> I, I think Donnie might Dude, imagine, enjoy it. Imagine one day we just start calling and like talk about something about, I don't know, like Google's new product. And all of a sudden it's like, by the way, do you brush your teeth left or right first? <laughs> Whoa, left that, and right? I think you
1: meant like in circular motions, right? <laughs> don't you use electric like, like toothbrush? <laughs> I, I do, but you could do yeah. electric uh, circular motions.
0: Yeah, Come on. That's... It looks
1: like, looks like we're going to have an episode on, on just toothbrushing, <laughs> just for education. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I exactly mean. Um, some discussions, they might seem a little bit minute or minutia. Ugh, my English is failing me these days. But yeah. uh, they are all about the rabbit hole, right? right so right. Um, maybe another title could have been that. But uh, a lot of things are worth discussing. Um, and yeah. we don't want to censor ourselves by going, hey, what will make us seem smart? Or, hey, what will people um, like to right. listen to?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there's so much of, you know, normally at work, right? Or even when I'm writing, uh, professional writing, it's always about like, how do you make sure that like, this is well-vetted, fact-checked, and like, you know, something that that I, I you know, that's something that will, will, like, you know, just putting a lot of effort into the words you make. You know, I hear that I acknowledge that like, not everything I say is going to be right, right? I'm not going to go reference research and numbers to make sure everything's right. It's just all opinions, you know. Nothing that's nothing that's supposed to be super, uh, uh, you know, kind of well-crafted, <clears throat> right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. so, um, for some of our discussions, maybe we'll talk about like some kind of proof that we might have, or some kind of like hearsay that we hear from other people that we're taking as foundation for our own logic. And, you know, part of that's just going to be natural, right? We can't fact check everything that we say. And people don't even work that way normally. I think um, a lot of us just sort of walk day to day with these sort of unconscious biases and things that we take as facts without really re-examining them. For example, yeah. like gravity, right? Like, yeah. how do we really know? Like, it's taught and it's taking its common sense and the scientists, any scientist who will ever be listening will probably absolutely love us right now. But yeah that's kind of the point, right? It's like, it's there and we're going to say and base our assumptions on it, but we may be wrong. And, um, that's actually one of my favorite sayings, you know, like I may be wrong. We may be wrong. Um, we want to have that humility, but if we are ever wrong, you know, um, that's why we want you to join the conversation. So you can sort of provide that different side and, and let us know when we are.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, two people can only, you know, Know so much about the world and and things that we both think are right maybe wrong, right? And but if we don't allow us to be make mistakes and be wrong, there's no way we can learn from it. Um, and uh, the, uh, as you said, like the 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 idea that like, most people, it's it's not in our nature to go fact check and stuff like that because you know if you think about how how human how human societies have grown, we trust the people that we spend time with, right? Like human societies right. being so small. entire history it's all about relationship it's about it's about you know what if the village elder say something that must be true if some random dude who just like joined the tribe because his other tribe was wiped out said something he probably will like you know think about it uh, think about it twice so it's it's um it's very much training the mind you know in a professional setting also in terms when making decisions that matter right you know you want to be you want to be trained and well and mindful of, of the, the assumptions you make and check your data. But when it comes to being creative, you wanna you wanna make mistakes. You know when you wanna you know whether it's being creative in terms of thinking, bouncing off ideas, exploring thoughts. You know you wanna be creative. You wanna be so limited. I I don't know. I feel like honestly we're talking about this and it, it might seem so obvious to other people it's just like what yeah. is that what do you already do like you know <laughs> but i guess it's just you know because that's why that's why we're here we uh occupational hazard you know i
1: yeah. mean not even just that but hey if it if it shows up that you know everyone else has actually been doing it correctly their entire life and that us two are the only ones who haven't that's something to learn too you know yeah um <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and it's sort of just sort of dousing ourselves in this i think a way that's we can kind of be looking at this too is um, it's a test of ourselves to see what we really do know right if there is any sort of reaction to things like this um, if we do get any responses and people are able to join us um, yeah. for any kind of conversation that they want to have um, and yeah. it's, it's just kind of we, we always want to learn and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about living right you're always striving to learn
0: yeah, and, and I, I yeah, I, exactly. I I always, I I tell my girlfriend too that like every time I, I guess I'm 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 glad that my my parents raised me this way, but every time I find, uh, a shortcoming of myself, right, you know, or some sort of blind spot, or something I've been doing wrong with the way I'm doing, like somebody's gonna poke that uh, I don't know, bubble or whatever uh, poke that open, and then, and then the first. The first, the first emotion is just like, oh, you know, shoot, I that that's that's something that that's something that like, oh man, like that that feels that feels obviously it feels like shit, you know. It's like it's something that you thought you were good at, but actually right. you're not, right? You you're, so it feels bad. But then I I guess because of my upraising, and also just you know the the culture that I was like you know guess fortunate to 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 be to be surrounded with, it's pre- pretty fast to turn that around and say, oh wow, like that's actually pretty exciting because now I've got something to work mm-hmm. on, you know. Um, it's sometimes it actually can feel pretty boring if you've spent you know half a year or maybe even a year without really like you feel like you don't really know what you have improved you know you feel like wow I spent the past year I just I don't know what I've changed. I didn't I didn't have any major like doesn't have your major but any like realization of something that I've done wrong something and and I and I, I you know when I look if just looking at the past year I feel like I've I've learned a lot. I've changed a lot. I've I've corrected a lot of the mistakes, and whether it's uh you know like work or like personal things that I it's it's so much more fulfilling that way. You know, if you feel you feel like you're a better person than where you're uh or who you were a year ago, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think
1: so. Uh, that's that's definitely a big part of it, and whether or not you know you get it from. Uh, upbringing, or maybe you're someone who's naturally more inclined to learn that way. Um, for myself, I think it's been <laughs> maybe a little bit different, um, just in terms of life experiences. It's always like getting your head doused in the water, right? Maybe getting like, yeah, what do they call it in TV where like they always bully that guy? A swirly. There we go. Right? A, you what, don't know what a that? swirly
0: is? No, no, God. I'm not very, I'm not very familiar with uh,
1: TV culture
0: so ah, you're you're
1: uh, you're missing out not on swirlies i mean no one's missing out on those but it's uh <laughs> so, it's basically so in it's in these like us kind of shows uh-huh. where um they'll try to bully like well not try rather succeed um in the <laughs> specific scene um but there'll be someone they're bullying and they basically bring him to the a bathroom stall and stick his head in the toilet as they flush it that's called a oh. swirlie oh wow cuz you know i i love about
0: thing of a love about english is that there's always like a a single word to describe something oddly specific
1: (laughs) it's just like Uh, okay oh well (laughs) i think german has uh has a speed on that though like Schrod and
0: freud i think that's just yeah yeah perfect japanese too japanese too is is it the same of japanese uh i mean japanese also has these like words that are really specific right like for example like um what is it tsundoku tsundoku is like somebody who buys a lot of books but never read (laughs) okay yeah the ag yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, but uh going
1: back on point it's uh every time learning something new it's kind of like uh getting your house well not your house your head doused in a in a swirly for for a little bit and some people hate it some people love it um but i think some people love it (laughs) well not not the actual physical act of course
0: metaphorically right?
1: yes (laughs) metaphorically and um you know maybe this is something that we'll talk even more about in some future instance but i think that's just this introduction sort of episode where we're talking about not scaling and not being perfect maybe that's already enough to you know just going over this concept but especially in this you know sort of day and age where uh even, like, uh, both of us are, are sort of still young, not too young, but still young, um, and, and I'm saying something like, I'm too old for TikTok, and it's like, maybe my head's due for a dowsing, you know, because if right. you're not keeping up,
0: you're you're not keeping up, and that's especially hard these days. Yeah, yeah, I mean, professionally speaking, like, you know, there's always that pressure to like, understand what the newest product, put your shoes in the users and understand these things. But I, I find it interesting because like remember last time I was driving and I was calling you about, well, was that driving? Well, anyways, I was calling you about, Um, hey, like, why don't you just like call your, I guess call, what, what was it? Like, I think we're talking about calling close friends versus calling acquaintances, right? And I was talking about, oh, right. A friend uh, who lives in New York, Mm-hmm. uh we were gonna be like oh why don't we just have a three-way call with her you know like just you know check up on like what, what's what's she doing how is she doing well and then you mentioned that like yeah uh the uh yeah it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel right you know it's, it's, it, we don't just we don't do that i feel like she wouldn't be someone i would call right? and then and i was asking you hey like why why wouldn't we call them just to think about it you know none of the people around me um make Calls anymore to hang out with people. I, I feel like when I was a kid, I still I used to like, oh my childhood friend who I haven't seen for a whole semester. I'm gonna make a call, right? Like with toll and having ask my parents for permission so <laughs> have to pay for toll, and I like, feel like yeah, you know, talk for like thirty minutes. And what's up, right? And just thirty minutes, like,
1: man. Dude,
0: ah, so exp- little. Toll was expensive <laughs> in China. Okay, <laughs> it was uh it was expensive in China. But yeah, uh, you know, just call and, and be like. Hey, you know, what's up? Right? Like, you know, I haven't talked to you for a long time. And that was sort of like the hangout session. And I guess today nobody does that anymore. You know, you don't, you call your parents, but I feel like, I don't know, like, you just don't call people and then you just don't call people for the sake of catching up. I don't know. I I should speak for myself. I'm pretty sure plenty of people do. Uh, one of my coworkers actually like, calls their parents multiple times a day on a daily basis apparently wow um yeah seriously i i i admire that but i i would not know what to talk about if i call (laughs) more than like once a week but uh anyways kudos to her but uh but yeah like the idea of like i call you at random times and and we have we always have stuff to talk about but we never call somebody who for example are good friends in uh you know, when, when we were hanging out with folks in, uh, in our Japanese class in college, we made a couple of good friends there. Never call up, man. You know, I, I, don't, I don't just call up Jeff and be like, hey, you know, let's let's catch up. And, and I don't know. Is it just me? Or does it feel like this generation? Well, I don't want to generalize, but I feel like at least in my friend circle, nobody calls people out of the blue to catch up. And it's just even if you schedule a call, that feels kind of weird. Yes, right?
1: Definitely. And the thing is, we have, instead, you just have these long, long text chains, text, right? Whether yeah. it's iMessage or Line or or Facebook Messenger, whatever it is. And yeah. um, I, I want to say it's not our generation. I think my, actually, um, since WeChat, my my family does the same exact thing. Although they my don't parents will enjoy a call. They they always oh. need to call. And, um, but then, you know, and they'll still call like their siblings and things like that. But then if you're looking at it, most of the time they'll just spend, you know, like, tapping away at wechat sharing photos or whatever um and it's a different mind space it's very interesting to see um yeah. but like my my brother for example he's always still call he's like if you if you have something to say call me don't text me versus my mm-hmm. sister who's only a young one year younger than him she'll just be like why the hell are you calling me just text me and obviously yeah. that's my sister right so it's like mm-hmm. it's not like you know we're not close enough to call or something like that. It's just, she's like, she's actually bothered by it. She's like, unless you have something urgent that you have to speak about, that's a very serious matter. You know, yeah. just text me. Um, yeah. I
0: wonder, I wonder how much of his like just personal preference, right. And how much of it's a generational thing? Cause I, I, I can definitely, I definitely can see the argument that like, you know, you, you text people a lot more. So you kind of, you get a lot more, you get a lot of small updates over time. So you don't need to, you don't have that, anticipation pent up to like know about someone's life. But if you you know, in old days when nobody texted, uh you 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 really want to know a lot about the person. So when you make that call, you talk for a long time, right? And uh I guess that I can see that being a reason, the historic just technology involving, but I'm not sure in the case of your sister and your, your your brother, like you know, they're not that much older than each other, right? So
1: so I have a theory if yeah. uh if you'll humor me and uh I hate to sound like we're really sort of just mindlessly rubbing the message in. But I think it goes back to what scales and what doesn't. And that's because phone calls don't scale. Um you have to dedicate a chunk of your time to it. You have to set it up together and you have to make sure that both of you are intensely focused on that so conversation. I mean yeah you'll have people who are like chatting and doing something else but most of us can't really do that. Right. I know that if yeah. I'm doing something while I'm on the phone I'm basically not on the phone anymore. I'm just going, "Uh uh-huh, 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 right? (laughs) Do you do that when we go? (laughs) Well, I guess guess you'll find out now whenever you hear me make those noises. (laughs) um, Versus the text, you know, the text scales, right? It scales in terms of you could do it whenever the hell you want, just shove it in whenever you have some free mental space or like actual space and, and it keeps the thread moving. And I think that's really it. Right. So in that case, if we're thinking about why do sometimes we we are OK with the phone call rather than the text, um, then maybe that's because for the phone call, it's at that time, something is so important or we we value something that it's like, hey, even though this one doesn't scale, I'm going to hold it this way. Um, it needs to be done this way because that's that's the only way for me to get that outcome, even though once again it doesn't scale what do yeah.
0: you think yeah, yeah yeah i mean i i think i think that's like the idea of um you know as as technology progresses most of the time it's not replacing tools but adding the amount of tools you can use right like before we only had phone calls so no matter if it's trivial or important you make a phone call right? and you make time for that but now because there's an option of texting you, you text people for things that are not so important or it doesn't have to be talked about at the same time and that's it's just easier you know it's it's lazy. It's easier, and it's just it's you. You can you can you can converse at your own pace, right? And <clears throat> and it's kind of like you know I was talking about uh, this earlier. I don't even remember uh, the idea of of ebooks and, and paper books and and, and what, what was it? The, yeah, the books, idea of e paper, paper books, yeah, right? It's that you know before the only way you can read a book is by buying a book, and you have you have a bookshelf to hold all books you read and all that. But today, you kind of hey, have Hey, some options. of us
1: just put it on the floor.
0: <laughs> well, uh, okay. But uh, yeah, so today, you have, uh, you have options, right? You know, you can, for some books, you, may, you, can, you can choose to uh, read ebooks And for some books, you know, maybe you want to read the paper book. Actually, that, that's exactly that's exactly kind of like what we, the, the type of things that I used to get really stuck on, right? Like, I am all about that consistency, you know? Like, if I'm going to read books, it has to be one system one type of media that's easily organized is consistent like i've just somehow have this obsession with consistency and remember i was talking to you so much about um getting uh getting these these get like choosing ebooks versus uh paper books right? and i'm just like right mm, you know should i get should i get should i get paper books should i get ebooks but ebooks is good for these paper books for good for that and and I, I think it took me almost three years to come to the, the 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 come to come to terms with it and just say, you know, it's okay to have both. You know, it's it's it's, it's so it sounds so stupid when, when mm. it's pointed out, but it's really just like, hey, you know, you can do both, right? I and mean, maybe the point of this is just to get information, why don't you do it with the tool that is most convenient if there's no trade-off or if there's no like consequences, you know? And and yeah, it's it's sort of like that, right? We call people, we text people. Today we just do a mix of both. It doesn't have to be always one or the other and you know nobody questions that. So it's the idea of skill, you know, not have to be forced into you know a specific format or a specific type of content or, you know,
1: yeah. <clears throat> right. Uh, in that case, I guess it always go it can you can even pull it towards the uh, that famous Buzzword in uh, in tech these days. Well, not these days. Since the very beginning, actually, uh, disruptive innovation, right? So it goes do up the whole like text in the beginning is because it's expensive and not a lot of people can do it because the keyboards suck. Um, so it's not really used. It's terrible, but you could use it for like very specific things, right? Kind of like the smartphone to the desktop or the desktop to the mainframe computer um wait wait what
0: well, smart, smartphone to computer what yeah what smartphone to the well
1: um as in something comes up that's much weaker than what's currently being used right and then and but it's really okay for a specific very niche purpose oh right cool. As in, as
0: in the smartphone is not as technically not as i don't know like fast or or well definitely type, in know, the beginning right? right
1: oh i see i see yeah
0: yeah
1: and then as it got cheaper and faster and, well, cheaper and faster, that's really all you need, um, then then it starts overtaking it, right? So in that case, you know, that it sounds like, it seems like it's the same thing for texting and calling, right? Where um, for, you know, any, if we do have anyone listening from other countries, maybe this was less so because, um, for example, iMessage is less just because there was always sort of, you know, free texting or other things in other countries. Oh,
0: oh you mean but, you mean like when, when texting first came out, it was like, you know, it's hard to type on a keyboard because they had a nine key keypad thing and it costs money. Exactly. People are used to calling, whatever. But then once texting gets more and more uh, common because of smartphones, that becomes a tool that I guess people prefer it more because it's actually more usable now. exactly it's more suited for that purpose right it's it's
1: basically saying what you said before where you know technology gets better and and so you just have more tools and so this is exactly that um maybe we're sort of rehashing that point to the ground at this point but i think that's that's quite true right yeah and um i can see that some sometimes sometimes more than one theory is right you know uh where it's it's a multiple kind of different patterns and trends working together that really drive um, cause one specific outcome right um yeah. maybe it's not even one specific outcome um there's just so many different things working at it and uh that's that's kind of what's what's fantastic about that where everything to do with humans is kind of a gray area
0: yeah it's a it's a very humanist thing to say but uh it's the beauty about humanity is just that nothing is black and white you know there's always Irrationality and rationality mixed in there, and it's, it's 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 the reason why I love talking about or just reading, listening to other people talking about um, the the interface. I guess like you know, also another reason why I'm really interested in HCI uh, is because of you know the human computer interaction aspect, right? Like how do you make something so 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 you know, binary, so it's precise and so, like, logical to work for such an illogical, imprecise and irrational, like, creature, you know, it's it, it's interesting. The amount of work, I was finding beautiful that, like, the amount of work that goes into the computer just to, like, satisfy certain almost frivolous human emotions, you know, like, the idea of, like, you know, why do we need these animations in the ui you know why do we need these like it, it's so much it's so expensive graphically right well it's so much right. easier to just like you know refresh the screen to the next thing or like click on something something pops out immediately but we do all this work to make sure things look like real objects they they, they move like real objects you, you get exact moving right easy and ease out like all that stuff is is like to the computer it's pointless like why do you need to do that but to the human that's it's you know, that's that's what that's how we understand the world. So I I always find that kind of stuff really uh it's almost yeah, it's it's very really beautiful. I, I find those kind of stuff really beautiful.
1: Yeah. Um it's it's kind of interesting how those work too, right? Like for anyone who's been using the internet uh since AOL, you know, the consumer internet. It's just seeing how that sort of UI UX, the aesthetics of the net have changed over time. Um it's it's freaky almost where it's just unrecognizable and if you gave someone back then kind of what we're used to now and what we take of um what we take as kind of like good practices and um great aesthetics someone in the past probably would have been like this looks like garbage you know they'd or,
0: be like or yeah like, i mean kind of like how people reacted to a graphical user interface when it first came out right people like why, why do you need this this looks like a toy right like we just this is, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's supposed to be work. It's supposed to be serious. You know, if you want to use a computer, read the manual, right? Instead of, you know, making all these like fancy things going on the screen. But yeah, things, times have changed. <laughs> yes. I
1: think uh, times have changed for the better in that aspect. It's almost like yeah. we recognize that working and crafting to be kind yeah. is better. Yeah. and so maybe that's why you know even like just message boxes they're uh, they're smoother right it's not not yeah. boxes not rectangles um it's a little softer and um that's the best we could do because everything now is about being more open um so that people can just take on what is new and focus on the task at hand um i think that's that's a good thing And, you know, some some people might go in the other direction and say, like, hey, but if you make things too easy, then people don't learn. And interestingly enough, you know, both you and I uh, know for sort of some psychological theory that, yeah, when things are harder, you'll remember them more. Right. When they're more challenging. But that's always a balance as well. You don't want to make things, you know, too hard, because then especially if they're going to pay you
0: money for it, if it's too hard, they're not they're just not going to give you the money. I, there's the thing. Um, I mean, there's the thing about. I mean, for UI, I think it's about you know, like it's it's not really about like you shouldn't. I mean, the ideal uh, in the ideal world, right? You shouldn't make people learn. Like you should minimize the amount of learning, of the tool as possible, because people are, people are interested in what they can do with the tool rather than learning about the tool. So obviously, like you want to make UI as easy as possible to use. It's almost like you almost want to make it so that there is no learning. Almost seems like there's no learning. But in terms of like actually learning things, like if you if you know there are there are things that today we just haven't found a way to like make it intuitive, right? Like you know, I think I think um, take an example, like you know, video editing, right? It's it's you know, if you do professional video editing, it's it's largely a pretty complicated task, and it's not something you can just walk into that software and be able to pick it up like you do with you know, I don't know, something more simple like open up a messages app, right? But that stuff, there's also You should also make it so that it's it's there's a good you know what's that what's it's like the best way to learn is if i think i read this in range um uh where where it's basically about you know you you make it too easy the re the the learner is not engaged make it too hard the learner is frustrated you want to you want to put the difficulty level just somewhere between too easy and too hard so that the, they spoke about right. that in
1: range, because that's yeah, the theory right. behind the difficulty curves in game design. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I think it's. I think it's a pretty general general theory. I mean, how right. humans work. You know. So so, and I I found that a pretty good graph. It's like imagine imagine you have this you have this trend that goes up in terms of absolute uh difficulty, right? But then the the way you 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 want to help people learn is you, you want to keep them. Uh, uh, so at the lower curve is a curve that is too easy, right? as as you as the as the users experience growth, uh, so that curve just goes up, right? And then and and above that curve is a curve that is too hard, right? So at any point in time on the x-axis, you have you have that user that's you you have a a a range that's between too easy and too hard, and the idea is that you always want to keep the user in that range, and not going other, so you know if the user's growing really fast you want to make sure to adjust the curve uh appropriately it, it, it's 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 kind of like you know when it when it's it, it, it's um how you how you think about ui design as well if you want to if you want to build something that is really really complicated and you have to onboard users um make it engaging make it make it make it, make it uh make it challenging but make it engaging, and make it rewarding to learn right
1: Yeah, I think that part of it is that, you know, and before I wasn't even specifically addressing just the UIU um, UX, but also just remembering, like, for example, they say the best way to learn languages now is actually not to have an intermediary language, right, where, for example, if I want to learn the Japanese word for water, um instead of thinking like, all right, Mizu means water, which and then from English I jump to the actual object, you actually want the actual object to be linking directly with the new language you're learning, right? Yeah. So then yeah. With, with the actual object in the world, you'll you'll link it to all the languages that you know. And that's that's extremely difficult, right? I think that's much more difficult than linking it to just the word. Um yeah. so that it's like it, a one to one to one relationship. But at the same difficult. time yeah yeah it's difficult but that's the best way you know
0: sometimes the harder way is the better way and i do i do very much agree with the best way even though it's it for a lot of people that that it might not be practical because uh i mean as someone who knows uh a few languages i it's it's what i say like I, I the reason why i feel like it's the best way I'm, I'm you probably already know this but the reason why i feel like this is the best way is because languages don't always map to each other like the words don't always map to each other right. if you learn all the words like i guess in the beginning there are some things that map to each other like water is water no matter which human society you're talking about you know but but some words just they just they just, it, there's there, there's it's almost like some words are more like instead of translation like one-to-one it's more like a it's like a one-to-many you know you think about it as you know if in in the word the word the the Japanese word you know let's say like "omo," right which if you just plug into translation the top result will probably give you like to to think of or something right but but it doesn't really map to that always it could mean something it could mean anywhere from like worried about something to like loving someone you know like it, it it's it's a very broad concept and it's um, I feel like sometimes people complain and say, oh man, like some of these words are so broad, I don't know how to use them. But it's not really because they're broad, it's because they're broad when you map them to English. Because like, it's almost like this word in Japanese uh, is like 20% of this word in English, 20% of that word in English. Yes. And then In order to explain that word, you have to put all these 20% together. So it seems like that word is is like, you know, five different definitions. But when you actually speak that, if you learn the language in its own environment and you speak only in the language, uh, you, you you build a, instead of building that, you know, like one-to-many sort of relationship, you build a sort of one-to the actual, right, creating, that one creating, one. right, you create, you create, right, you're creating, and the, the second one there is, is a completely new concept, right? You're not just remapping to your old, like, I knew, I know what love is. I know what think is in English. So like, I now think of omou as, you know, sometimes think, sometimes love. But rather than doing that, you can just like, well, you know, omou is that thing, right? You just, you just understand it as if it's your first language. In Japanese, like, Omo means that type of thing. And you don't need to translate it. And I, and I, and I feel like sometimes that helps a lot with um the language learn, learners um, plateau. You know, like sometimes when people start learning a language, they're fine but then they hit the point where they just they just stop they just they can't get the nuances right you know i feel like that's when they when they are not grasping they're when they're not understanding the language on its own terms right you know and i mean there there was even that
1: podcast too that you recommended me watch um Which do you one? remember what it was the npc one, npr not npc my bad uh where i think it was like four seasons and then they like did deep dives into like
0: uh, oh in- invisibility?
1: Yes, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. And um did you watch the, or did rather did you listen to the episode with um them talking about some anthropologists who went to live with this tribe that had some emotion that for the longest time oh, he just you
0: couldn't, know what I'm training, about? right? Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. And, and and he also talked about colors that don't exist because well rather tribes that didn't even use such like didn't couldn't see the color because their their, their mm-hmm. language simply does not have a term for it i was super right
1: yeah and then I and then like he he kept trying to ask them to describe it um this this feeling and they they were he was like is it energetic is it murderous because every time they do it it seems like then then they then they go like they go like kill someone and then but like it's not when he asks it's like does it is it because it makes you hateful and they're like no it's just some sort of energy that obviously we can't describe in english but then, yeah. only after living with them for so long, and then still not getting it, and then going back home and finding himself randomly, just almost instinctively making that same kind of will and feeling that same kind of motion that he go, "Wow, that's this, and I've never felt this before."
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and at the end of the day, words are just proxies to describe feelings, right? Like when you tell someone that word, you you just hope. That, that person understands that word on the same terms as you are, but you, you're, you're never sure, right? Like the word sad could mean something that's a, a different chemical pattern in your brain than someone else. Uh, I, I actually just pulled that up. Uh, I literally search <laughs> invisibility, uh, tribe emotion with a bunch of keywords. Uh, the <laughs> word is the word is uh, the get, I think, the right? get, the get, yeah, I, I don't and, remember, but well, but sure. anyways, the, the word is like get. L I G E T. Uh, yeah, it's anywhere from energetic, productive, and he just had a lot of trouble defining uh, uh, this word. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. Um, I One of my coworkers also told me that um, uh, there's, uh, I, I forgot what, where, I mean, you know, he, he listened to somewhere, so this is like third-hand knowledge, but he, uh, he said that he listened somewhere else, that there's this other culture where um, because they, th- there's this other culture where they, they didn't have a word for blue, right? Because the, for them, the sky and blue is the same thing. Because blue is not a color you find in nature uh, very mm. often. So for, for them, at least in generations, after generation, the, the places that they, the environment that they lived in, the only thing that was blue is sky. So to you, you know, it's like, if it's blue, it's sky. If it's sky, it's blue. There's really no need to distinguish those two things. So they never had a word for blue. Uh, that was that was interesting because then because I also knew that um, I read somewhere where it talked about how languages shape the way you see color, and it was they did some kind of study between two different language groups where one had more words for colors than the other, and the people were able to extinguish uh, extinguish distinguish those uh, colors better, and I guess that makes sense intuitively, right? If you think about it, it's like if you have to learn those two words, you have better like learn how to distinguish those two colors, you know. Uh, and then if you described it with the wrong word somebody probably have corrected at some point be like no that's not turquoise that's that's blue or whatever you know but if a language that doesn't have those two words that you know the, you 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 just don't care so you know the way that we see color is also shaped by the number of vocabulary that we have in our, you know the number of words we have in our vocabulary that describe color i i that was that was really
1: interesting too Right, and and before this, uh, this goes off sounding like we're just listing off a bunch of trivia, but uh, I guess the last one is uh aoi shingo, right? So, for what? uh, aoi shingo for you know like the traffic lights
0: in Japanese, aoi aoi, aoi shingo aoi, mm. why is it? Is that so not is what it's it called? I like, know sure. I know what, I know what shing, shingo it, is like signal, right? Right, uh, aoi is if just I like blue correctly, signal. Yes,
1: blue signal. But, You've you know you've been here so many times and you'll know that none of the colors are blue, but that's because if I recall correctly, it's because blue and green were supposed to be very very alike or something like that. And oh, so yeah. yeah, something in terms of that. Now now that I'm seeing it, I feel like it, it's not right, but I know that there's a story behind that somewhere. Um, but hey. Maybe maybe I'm offering up wrong trivia. As I said before, I may be wrong.
0: Well, I, I just Googled uh, uh, Aoi Shingo, and all I found was this anime character <laughs> that's named Shingo Aoi. <laughs> okay, I'm not finding the right thing. But well, if next time you see it, send me a link. that'll be interesting. Because I, I guess, yeah. yeah, Japanese does have a word for Korean though, right? So I don't know where that came from.
1: Yeah, Anyways. that would be good to see, find. Um, yeah. But yeah, and so it's, it goes back to that that right i think i think we we can kind of keep listing these random things where it's interesting and how how cultures can see different things differently but you know uh it just wrapping it sort of around to what we were saying in the beginning um that's kind of what we're trying to make sure that we get here and it's a little absurd that yeah and if you don't like
0: if you don't like our conversation just now, you can stop listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh although I'm pretty sure if they didn't like it, they would have stopped at like zero minutes and the, the first the second, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um if they're if they're this, this deep in, then I you know, and they still don't like it. Well then I guess uh, you know, sorry for your time, but uh thanks for listening thus far. Um yeah. but, but going back to what we were saying before, um, or rather what I was saying is that Um, it it is this kind of difference that I think both of us are trying to get at too Um, where yes we have different somewhat backgrounds and we have very similar backgrounds so you know I kind of know what some of the differences are that I can expect from Donnie and he kind of knows what are some of the differences that he can expect from me, you know. Even in this conversation so far, he was like, "Oh, you know what a swirly is? I've never heard of a swirly, right?" Apparently, um, not American enough.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, but at the end of the day, because our current life situations are so similar, there's still stuff that we. It's like, oh yeah, you know, he's gonna. Oh, are you gonna get the AirPods Pro? Of course you're gonna get it. You have a, you know, you got a Mac, you're
0: you got an iPhone, you're gonna get the AirPod Pro. Like, what else would he do? um but wow, that is, that, is <laughs> that sounds like great marketing from apple right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored by anyone but if there's any company that would like to give us money Hot, to happy to us. take them exactly <laughs> um but but we do want to get those differences because we, it, we every time that's really happens metaphorically or that's you know we we find ourselves sort of challenged in, in understanding um mm-hmm. It is almost literally like a new world. Right. Yeah. And it's because so we can not see those things that we haven't seen before. Um and so we want that to happen. And we know that's just us two are, you know, there will be differences. Obviously, if there weren't, we would just be agreeing with each other all day and long. Um which <laughs> like some other podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know who you're talking about, but uh I won't I won't dig deeper um <laughs> but you know for the sake of our learning um and hopefully you know for people who listen that they'll learn something too or people who maybe join us for a conversation them too um we want to just expand our world and everyone else's um the latter part is a little bit arrogant um so maybe well it's no it's not, not arrogant, arrogant
0: it's not arrogant right it's it's, it's it's like you know by them sharing with I, I guess, you know, if you mean it by like, you know, educating others. Yeah, that's arrogant. But I, I think what you're really trying to say here is like, yeah, like by well, talking together with a person, we both exchange something hopefully valuable, right? Yes. So like we expand both of our worlds. Yeah. Yes, that they will see ours too, right? Because yeah.
1: no matter how smart, you know, someone else is or you can be or I can be or, you know, anyone can be, you're no one's smart enough to know exactly what another person is thinking right um even and i have some experience with this uh, in in quite a few of my previous professional experiences um but you know companies are siloed not because they want to be but because almost humankind are naturally siloed um this can get into almost a little depressing conversation how we you know, I I think in in Scrubs, I think Doctor Cox said it. You know, you come into this world alone and you leave it
0: alone, um, but you're you know, always in your that own head. You know, right? Exactly. It's uh, it's That's uh, the only you 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 know the world through all of the, through through proxies. You never you're never in someone else's head, right? It's,
1: uh, yeah. Right, and the only way that we can ever even try to get out of it sometimes it's just by talking and even that's not a perfect solution right yeah. um but if we can get that through of this
0: i think that'd be wonderful yeah i, I hope so i think i mean what makes language is beautiful is is that it's a it's a it's an earnest it's an earnest attempt to express as much of oneself as possible and it's it's so shaped by you know a culture's history and 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 their own people's customs and values. And, and I guess, you know, that's why I love learning about languages. Because when you learn a new language it expands, it literally expands your ability to communicate, right? And it expands your mind in a way that you, you think in ways that you never think before. Um, it's, yeah, just hopefully uh, this will be <clears throat> something that we can learn a lot from, from others. Uh, hopefully, if you know, if, and if, 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 if um, uh if anything you know if there's anything that 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 you know the listeners can take away as well uh then we can count ourselves uh fortunate or, or honored to to offer that value you know right um and so I think you know
1: well this will all we can really promise is that we can't promise you know regular updates, we can't promise what the next scheduled conversation is, who will ever have for a conversation. Um, the only thing that we can really sort of keep in mind is trying to be as genuine with our conversations as possible. Um, and that means, you know, speaking in terms of that, that might go mean anywhere from if we're going to be tangential in terms of conversation, then we will be because that's how our conversation naturally flows. Um, or that's how thought,
0: thoughts work, right? You know,
1: Exactly yeah um and if there's something that you know we we think about then we're just going to have it we don't want to think too deeply about is it worth it is it not um because you know um that's it's it's a pocket dial you know you're you're eavesdropping on our call so if you hear us talking about brushing our teeth that's up to you to hang up (laughs) (laughs) all right i think that's a good point
0: to uh it's a good that's a good place to uh, wrap that up with that toothbrush (laughs) <laughs> the toothbrush uh uh metaphor i guess we should yes, stop using uh, swirlies that, that's like every time i think of the image it's like hmm. not sure if that's what we want to say <laughs> anyways
1: well all right everyone thanks, uh, uh yeah i guess thanks Bobo for the chat yes yeah all right all see right. you
0: danny bye see ya bye-bye